This is Fly Ty with the Fly Talk. We're not going to um, prolong the introductions. We're going to dig right into the conversation. I'm going to jump in. Everybody know this wonderful lady here. And if you don't, you better get familiar. This lady of Sydney and Rain. Um, yeah, say hello to the people. Hello, people. <laughs> you know, I'm going to put a thousand on it. I'm going to put a thousand on it. I stand up for my people's man. So, um, yeah. So let's get into the topic of conversation. I mean, I put it out there to people that's listening to my um my live feed as I do that and people that's following on the station here. Um, everybody, they all know. Now everyone's going to know we're talking now about who's raising our children. It's a very deep and profound conversation if you actually pay attention to the things that's going on in our society, you know, and, and, and those things. So without further delay, Lady Obsidian Rain, I wish I had the, the, the round of applause, but I'm... <laughs> yeah. so now we always dig into like conversations like this. You know, we just going to air our long, well, not long, but we're going to have this conversation, <laughs> have this conversation in public on a public platform. But this is nothing new. Like, you know, two Scorpios, heavy thinkers, you know how it go. Let's go. First of all, we gotta put all of that out there like well, that. Hey. Whatever, whatever. They be talking. They running around talking about Pisces season. Pisces season. No, it's twenty four seven, seven days a week. People three hundred and sixty five Scorpio season. You know what it nah, is. Nah, we we look. The stars are, are for all of us. They they Facts. all exist in in all of us in different various aspects. Um, but there's so much more of a deeper meaning to it than just like these signs and compatibility and all that nonsense. But you know, deep thinker. Oh yeah, I'm going way under the surface. <laughs> <laughs> Which is how this conversation even came up. Like, um. For those who don't know uh, me as Lady Obsidian Rain, I am a poet, I am a mom, uh, I am a social emotional wellness like mm. advocate. I'm advocating for, you know, the mental health of all black, white, you know, whatever color, whatever gender you want to subscribe to, young, old, like those, <laughs> those aspects don't really matter to me in the grand scheme of things we are all humans who exist on this planet and we can't do anything unless we can come to an understanding and an agreement of which direction that we want to move um so with that being said education is important and we are mm. we are in a society where it's produced produce produce you know you got 24 hours, but make it feel like it's 27. There's Ooh. no rest. There's, there's, you know, no time for parents to really learn their kids, have that time to really see how their kids are growing and not, you know, just how you want them to grow, but get to know them, come alongside them and, and understand them for them to grow. Mm -hmm. And from just like my own perspective, I lived... I lived a very nomadic childhood. Like I moved around a lot. And I I guess as a kid, I could probably be like really bad about it. But looking back, I'm actually really thankful for the experiences because I, I was able to go to different cities, go to different states, be in different cultures and have a different understanding of the way I, that I could look at life. 
I apologize if you guys can hear this beeping in the background. They decided they were going to do construction work on everybody's day off. <laughs> um, so shout out to the construction workers who are still still working and Get everybody else is still working <laughs> today. Um, but having a more global perspective helped me to see people differently, helped me to see communities differently. I wasn't just, you know, pigeonholed into stereotypes. I wasn't looking at somebody who's like, oh, all white people are oppressors and they're all racist and they're like that, or all black people are, you know, thugs and gangbangers and drug dealers. Like all Asian people are extremely smart. All Hispanics know how to do is make babies and cook. Like these Whoa. are, yes, these are what you hear in TV. This is what you hear right. on social media. These are the, the stereotypes that are being thrown out there. And before we take a chance to learn somebody for ourselves, we're going into somebody else's file cabinet and like, oh, this is how they categorize this person. This is this must be the way it is. So mm. when we don't take the time out to educate ourselves and we leave education up to somebody else, mm. we are not in control of ourselves, in all honesty. Yeah. So you said a lot, like the opening introduction, it lady, lady of Sydney, right? Right. So the opening uh introduction, man, a lot was said, like the school systems you know, the absent parents, whether it's intentional or because you caught in the race of life and society and work and bills and whatever the case may be, it still leaves you absent. So in those in those moments when you're not available or not present in your children's lives, who are who who's there? Like, you know, we got to really think about who's there because and it's not always a bad thing. Um, but but in our society is 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 kind of like playing out that way because the music that they listen to, the access they have to social media is crazy. Mm -hmm. um, censorship is almost gone when it comes to come to children. Like like there I remember, is no censorship. Here, huh? It's no such thing. Oh, it, it's gone. There's no censorship. I mean, we we'll get into a, a story a little later. Continue. Right. But I'm just saying, like, so when I was growing up, like censorship was real. Like we, we, we really like to see someone in a bra, some a bra and pant and like in their underwears, the dunderies, right? <laughs> like to see them in 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 those that way was almost like <gasps> Right, and uh, that, you mean like how the boys would wait to watch Sailor Moon so they could just see the panty shot, like yeah, yeah, they're just that one shot, and you was like, <gasps> and it, everything changed, like you know. But now, like they're so uh, desensitized to uh, the nudeness of a male or female, or you know, everything else that's going on because you're stuck at work and you got to pay these bills, and you're doing it in the name of your intentions are good, right? Mm -hmm. Now, how, how, how that saying go, um, the, the, the path that is paved with good intentions. That's right. That's right. So, you, you know, your intentions are good, but the absence of the parent and the parent not being able to social socially connect with their children, you know, and that's a that's a that's that's a wonderful reason. And that's a nice segue. I'm going to lead into this with this because we were just having a conversation not too long ago in a, my distant past. I mean, my, my, my recent past about, um, the way can I, uh, I'm going to over compliment in the way that she handles her children and the way she communicates with them and allow them. I'm, I'm, I'm no, because it's a, it's a thing that's missing now. 
You know, I remember eating dinner, Sunday dinner at the table with my uncle and my aunt. You know, people were there. My family were there. That's everyone eats in their corner. Right. And they communicate through text, even with their mom and dad in the same house. Anyway, so let's talk about how. It's two parts. Let's talk. I want to one. Let's talk about how you maintain the, 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 the relationship between um, you and your, 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 your children in this, in this, this day and age where it's almost like that's not supposed to happen. Right. That's crazy that I just said that, but that's true. It's like, no, I'm, I didn't think about it like that until I actually said it, but like, it's un, un, uncommon for a parent to actually engage and spend quiet time or no TV time and let's go to the park time and let's, do us time. So let's let's talk about how you maintain that in 2023. And then the second thing, our opinions on who's actually raising our children in the absence of us. And I say our opinion because I don't want to offend nobody. You know, <laughs> we just talk about that. You got to be socially and politically correct. So let's dig in. <laughs> let's dig in. So how do I do the environment? Uh, it's staying connected to my inner child for one. Like I remember what I was able to do as a kid uh, growing up in the last, you know, people being mad about this statement, but like the last great generation where we still had that merge of being able to be outside and, you know, and it being a healthy time outside you know, playing with, you know, the neighborhood kids um, and being integrated into like the internet and knowing how to do research and, and you know, using the tools for what they were supposed to be used for. Mm. Um, it's, it's still me honing in on my inner child to give them that sense of childhood. So like, we'll go to the beach um, on days that we can we ain't going in the water, you know, based on where we live, but <laughs> we're going and we, we're just playing in the sand. You know, I, I let my youngest, he, he runs down, he chases the birds so he can watch them take flight. You know, they go on the swings. Um, sometimes we just like taking rides. We like looking at houses. So it's, it's just giving them the environment to exist with you. No matter what you're doing, your children mm -hmm. are simultaneously experiencing what you're experiencing they just have mm. a different interpretation based on mm. their level of understanding mm. so i'm going to do those things that still make my inner child happy mm -hmm. um we play fight uh <laughs> get the nerf go get the nerf gun we'll we'll pretend like we're we're power rangers for a day it's it's not letting that child die you know um, so my children actually do take the lead on that a lot because they're the ones who are actually kids. I can't keep up being the power ranger. So, you know, now I get to be the bad guy. Um, my, my older, you know, child, um, she's, she's now more in that stage where it's like, you know, the video games, uh, they do the Minecraft and the Roblox. So it's kind of just coming around and watching her play, getting, being interested in their world. Mm -hmm. Um, so that they feel like they are seen and you know valued just for the space that they're in. Mm. That's kind of just like what I work on. I still um, 
I watch classic cartoons. Uh, they're my safe haven. So they've watched the original X-Men cartoons. They've watched the original Gargoyles cartoons. And we have conversations about these things because in my opinion, those were cartoons that really talked about social issues, talked about um, how we relate to each other. Yeah, they may have been mutants. Yeah, they may have been like beast or whatever the case is, but the messages were still the same. So I go back to things that I used to watch growing up and I watch it with them. And then things that they are interested in watching now, I take the time out to watch it with them. So it's like a, a merging of the two. Mm -hmm. uh, I think he's stunned for silence. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. Wow. So like the time that you give them though, the way you, the way you just, you broke it down. I, I never actually, yo, it's crazy. You caught me off guard because I never actually heard anyone explain the work that they do as a parent. Like you don't, you don't, I think it comes like second nature to most people, like the ones that's active, right? And they never actually had to verbalize it. So to hear someone like actually put it into words and, and detail it, like, you know, I go into their emotional space and I don't force them to be something other than what they are and who they are. And I learned them, right? Most parents, I, I mean, like, I didn't, I didn't have a choice. Like, it was, it was do what I said, do what I say, be quiet, you know? And, and when, you know, hold on, let me slow down. That's not a hundred percent true. It's like 99.9% true. No, I'm just kidding. But it's not, it's not, it's not, you know, it's not a hundred percent true. I did have, I had support. So when I did certain things, like, you know, I play sports and I, you know, and I, but, uh, and, and music and things like that. So, and I was supported in that way. Right. Mm -hmm. But to actually sit down and ask me, how did I, how do I feel about something and like really get to like dig into who I was? Um, I don't think that really happened. Right. So to hear you actually say, the pro I mean, explain the process. It's kind of dope. Like I'm writing, I'm taking notes, uh, you know, cause I want to be that kind of dad. Right. I do. I do. So one All of the right. things you know, I'm, I'm, I'm saying one of the things you mentioned about uh, your oldest, right. Mm -hmm. Right. It's, it's, it's beautiful. Wait, hold on. Let me, be, let me backtrack. So chasing birds and all of this, like, you know, when you talk about the youngest, like chasing birds and watching them fly, catch, take flight and things like that. Children don't. Ex I, maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm in the wrong place. But I, I think I, I think like children skip that that outside interact. Like I used to be outside like we had to go outside like the you know, mm -hmm. go outside. Don't come back until the streetlights come on. Yes. And when they came on, you better be there because then they'll be calling you like you wasn't <laughs> supposed to be out there in the first place. But <laughs> but um, but um, like so to to hear that children still are doing those activities like playing and chasing birds and using their imagination outside of what, um, you know, PlayStation or or Xbox or, you know, or, you know, letting letting those things mold your mind right mm -hmm. mold and shape how you think and see the world right mm -hmm. um and actually getting out there and having that kind of fun i i commend you for um i commend you for allowing him to stay in that space or you know your youngest to stay in that space 
And um, I commend him for, you know, wanting to be there as long as he can, you know, because because a lot of children try to they they have to mature faster than they probably should. You know, that's one thing. Now, back to what I was going to say originally. Right. Your oldest, my oldest man. I mean, well, my oldest, <laughs> I only got one. But <laughs> my daughter, my daughter at at 14, I'm experiencing her differently now like it's she's at that 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 stage where when she doesn't want to be bothered she doesn't want to be bothered and it's like yo come on let's go out let's like you know when i saw her when because she doesn't live here but when i see her i'm like let's do something let's not be in the house like let's not be on the cell phone let's not be you know let's let's be active um and it's almost like pulling teeth so, mm. oh, you, but you're, you, you're different from what you explained. You, you're a little different and, and the way they engage with you is a little different. And it's, it's that, but that's the thing. Like, I, I could probably say that I was that kid, you know, which one I was inside the house, oh, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, my, my, my mother, um, you know, after I graduated high school, she'd be like, why don't you go with your friends? Go to a club. You don't got kids. Go do something. I'm like, I'm fine. Like, I would be in my room, laying on the floor, listening to music, drawing or writing, reading. Like, I was a bookworm. I was just, like, in my own space. Um, and, like, my daughter, to a degree, is, is very much like that herself. Mm-hmm. And so we have this idea of how people are supposed to show up but without giving them the chance to show us where they're comfortable at so that mm-hmm. we can then know which way to go in helping them out of their comfort zone. So, you know, more often than not, like we're usually all in the house and then mm-hmm. it's like select times when we, we go out into the world, mm-hmm. you know, we, we watch anime. So we have this, uh, we have this terminology to talk about going beyond the walls. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're not always out there. Well, and, um, so like for your for your daughter, like you know, you tell me about this before. Like she she's like, I'm I'm good. I'm good. And she's really good. It's not even that she's trying to be funny. Hold on, let me just say something. Um, to the people that's watching, people that's watching on my Facebook page, I have to say this. I want you guys, if I know you you you'd saying bring her on the camera. I don't know if she got access right now. I don't know what her, the situation is because she is on. Um, she's doing a virtual tune in. So come to WNHH, um, Facebook page. You can see it live right there. Um, if you want to really like get into the conversation with us and actually hear it, I do this so you can know that I'm happy that is happening, but I really want you to come to WNHH and follow them on Facebook, check them out more shows than mine. They got, you know, love bad. They got a whole bunch of shows happening, but Right now we talk about the fly talk. So come on over so you can actually see who I'm talking to. I, I see you saying, bring her on, bring her on, bring her on. So back to what we were saying. So, yeah. So you were, you were like my daughter. So she's going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so there's like what there's the introverts and the extroverts just because, you know, people are, you know, more reserved doesn't mean their, their world is less colorful, less, you know, fun. Mm-hmm. It's just our interpretation of fun is different. I have the time of my life getting lost in a book because my imagination mm. is wild. Um, 
which is oftentimes when, you know, things go from books to movies, I just be, I'm the worst critic, okay? <laughs> the worst critic. And I don't, you know, really tell everybody this. I, I keep my opinions to myself to a degree, but she's going to be fine. Introverted people are just people who experience the world differently. They have a lot of thoughts. They are observers. They're watching the world. These are going to be the social thinkers who are coming up with ideas for how to push the future forward. Yeah, yeah. And then we need the extroverted people who are the doers and are going to get up and, and carry those those ideas forward. Um, they need we need both. OK, so, I mean, you just gave me hope in, in a few short words, man, like because she is a reader. My daughter loves to go to the bookstore and buy books and she's in barn like she does that. I mean, she's also on social media, which. You know, you want to monitor and control everything because it's it's so, back to what we were talking about. It's so much out there that's yes. like, whoa, you should not like <laughs> experience. I was talking to a very wise young lady not too long ago, and they were talking about they were in Walgreens and like on the shelf. It was, you know, like this is what's happening in, you know, our society now with no filter is like. And and if you don't know what I was talking talking if you don't know what I'm talking about I'm talking about um, adult toys in Walgreens top shelf to the right all colors <laughs> crazy yeah so um like it, there's no there's no shelter I mean there's no shield from our children so like if if she's on social media like I really want to know what she's watching but like and check in on her and see and. And, you know, um, for the most part, her mom does that. And when, you know, I question and I ask and the things that I I, I got access to, I do kind of like double back and check. Don't tell her I said that. This is not live, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but there, I don't understand why that even is like done in secrecy. Like there should be a known checks and balances. If, if our government system has it, you know, built that there's supposed to be checks and balances, why then do we not have checks and balances with ourselves, with our community, you know, with our children so that they know that they're, you know, being monitored and safeguarded. Um, I'm not going to go religious on anybody, um, but I do have a very spiritual background and I'm a firm believer of that, that phrase, like there's, there's a rod. Now I know they use that in very different meanings, you know, spare the rod, spoil the child, but I looked at it as like you know, the concept of a shepherd. The shepherd isn't beating the sheep to get it back into line. It takes the rod and it gently guides them back, you know, or it helps lift them up out of whichever ditch they went and jumped into. You know, we've seen the videos, but it's used to bring them back. It wasn't supposed to be an abusive means. It's a gentle guiding. So, you know, the whole, the whole thing with Walgreens, because I've had conversations with my daughter about things, she was able to look at him like, that's not appropriate. Whereas <laughs> other kids would have been like, oh my gosh, what's that? And then wanted to be more curious about it because they don't, they didn't have or, any kind of understanding, right. you know? They or know they, what it's used or for. Or they'd be like, mom, they go your uh, massager. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> oh my God. But, but, but so, 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 just who's raising your child? Who's raising our children, right? Mm. Should the parents actually have like the say-so 
when to expose the children to such toys or such ideas or should we let our society as a whole dictate to us when our children should be ready for certain things right i mean i I see the face so think about it (laughs) think about it (laughs) but yeah like Whatever the opinion, no, whatever the opinion is, though, because she's still thinking. So whatever the opinion is, like, let this be known that everyone has a right to have their own opinion and viewpoint on the viewpoints on these things. Right. But for me, my viewpoint is if if I mean, I have a child, I have a young a young daughter that will soon be a young lady and then soon be a, a, a wife and a mother and, you know, and maybe I, that's her choice but right um but um i would like to think i would like to think that we have some say so in when our when my child her her mother and i when our child is going to be exposed to certain knowledge that you know <laughs> that's out there that you know when we listen to our music is telling is giving you know hints on it's not even giving hints anymore it's actually saying it like it's saying it and you know i don't know so what's up she's she's done thank you my thought like it it, the the second half of it the, the scriptures aren't together but it's the second thought that came to mind um raise the child up in the way so that when they're older they don't depart right right as i say society we have an obligation to raise the children. They say it takes a village. So the society is going to dictate to a degree what children are exposed to because that's these are all these people who are outside of you. You cannot always control what your children are exposed to, when they're exposed to it. What you can do is always be that open space to have a conversation about it and not be so quick to judge them or condemn them or, mm-hmm. you know, project that they're doing something wrong because un- up until that exposure, they had no understanding. Mm-hmm. You know? um, I do also see how it's like counterproductive because when parents aren't the ones who are leading the charge on exposure, the first thing you hear from society is, where were the parents? Where were the parents? So if it is the parent's job to do this, can you let us do our job? Or do you want to stipulate when we're supposed to do this? And then when we think that that's the safe time to do it, you've already, you know, exposed it to them five years earlier. So there's always that, that issue. Yes, we all impact these kids. We might not, I'm, there's a kid that I have never met who in some probably form or fashion has been impacted by me because seven degrees of separation, they met somebody who met somebody that interacted with me Mm. and talked about a conversation that we had. That person picked up something from it and carried that on into another conversation that they had. And now this kid has a different understanding of something because of something I said, we are all impacting each other. You know, I think if we if we were more conscious and if we were more conscious and 
thought about those things and acted and behaved on purpose with those kind of thoughts, then I think we can actually get somewhere, right? And I don't want to say we're not going nowhere now. That's, that's you know, hey, remember we talked about this. You got to be careful what you say, right? But, you know, I think, in my opinion, um, those things are not happening. Like, we're not conscious. Like, it's, it's, it's people in our society that's not actually thinking about the long-term consequence. Before they put like a med, they before they put a medication on the thing, according to what they tell us, right? Um, there's a case study on the side, the short-term side effect, and then a long-term side effect, right? So they have some time to study and see how this thing affects people or or whatever the case may be. If they're doing it on animals, I hope they're not, but if they are, you know, whatever. So so in life. No, and because in life, I think, but it's but it's it's a it's a study where you actually paying attention to things that's being done, right? Things that's being said, right? So when we interact with one another, if we actually take that same kind of intent and like pay attention to how this person engaged with me, and then what we retain and how we pass that or regurgitate that information to someone else, like and pay attention to the things that's happening, like we kind of like, we wouldn't just jump to, to, to conclusions or we wouldn't just jump to say something and, and, and either hurt someone verbally. We talked about that too, verbal abuse, right? Either hurt someone verbally or whatever the case may be, because we are actually thinking about how this is going to affect our generations, ourselves, the people, you know, the, the future, like, you know, so but I don't know if we think that deep. I don't, I, and I say we, I, I, I got to throw myself in the pot because there's times, you know what I'm saying? There's times where I'm like, just like on autopilot, pilot, uh, autopilot, right? <laughs> um, and, 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 and then there are times where I'm like, yo, you know what? This is going to like have a long-term effect. So, um, you know, engaging, and going to something you said, like, when is the right time to step in and be the parent? And when do you let, because they're going to blame you at the end of the day. As a parent, if you fail to do your due diligence and raise your children, right, and learn how to be X, Y, and Z, you're going to get blamed no matter what they gave, no, no matter how they, you know. It's like, yeah, we put the gun in your hand, but we didn't tell you to fire. Your mother did. <laughs> or your dad did like no i didn't yeah it, and and to that it's i don't think it's ever too late you know it does take a conscious effort after a while because we have to unlearn some things and then reteach ourselves some other things mm. um but i think to a degree it kind of comes down to what is it that you're actually focusing on you know, like I said, in my youth, I was able to be exposed to a lot of different cultures, um, a lot of different ways of thinking. And I had to, I had to make a choice. Like, yeah, I know that there are things that I need in life to exist, to support myself, to function, to whatever case. But at the end of the day, I think I was 
more focused on what kind of person I wanted to show up as in the world to help mm -hmm. make it better. You know, and you say, you know, philosophy, blah, 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 and ethics, blah, 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 and more like whatever the case is, whatever you're focusing on is going to still be your driving factor. If you're focusing on surviving, you're not going to care whose eyes you clawed out in order to get to the basket behind them, mm. you know, but if you're focusing on who you want to show up as to help that's going to look very differently than somebody just trying to survive mm. more often than not. A lot of people are just trying to survive and that's, there's nothing wrong with that. They're not wrong for trying to survive. Everybody wants to survive. It's an eight, an eight, you know, beast mode in humans to survive. Uh, how we go about surviving makes all the difference we've grown up and it's a dog eat dog kind of a world. So that's the mentality that most people have been going forth with, not the, oh, uh, I want to survive, but I want to make sure the person next to me survives too. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. You know, so growing up watching things like Sailor Moon and Ronin Warriors, um, there was always this deep understanding of being the individual but that the individual creates the whole, you know, it's a, it, it's the collectiveness. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of society now is starting to wake up more to a sense of collectiveness and being mindful um, of inclusion or whatever the case is. But like in, in the realm of everybody wanting to have a platform and being seen and heard, there's still a lot of fighting that's happening. You can go into several conversations and you'll hear one person give um, their perspective on, you know, man versus woman, which I, I absolutely hate because there's no versus anything. We both are required to exist, but you'll hear them saying, oh, it's the woman, this, that, and the third. And then over here, you'll hear, oh, it's the man, this, that, and the third. And there's always this pointing fingers, pointing fingers. Well, if you're too busy pointing fingers, nobody's walking. Mm. direction are you walking in we're, we're we're too busy comparing trauma we're too busy comparing who had it worse Ooh. life can collectively suck for everybody or we can collectively make it better which one are we focusing on mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. are we focusing on the wounds or are we focusing on how to heal and then that still kind of goes back to the level of education mm -hmm. when i get into higher learning and this is the the you know other side of it. There is a book that um, we had to read called "The Mismeasure of Man," mm. and my teacher was actually very scared for me to show up to our next class because the email that I sent her was extremely it was it was violent. I was I was angry. It was a violent email. <laughs> I could I can admit that. And what angered me the most is that here is, there is information. There is the science bit that says that these stereotypes, this inferiority, superiority complex that's been pushed as a narrative was fabricated. So there is information that says there's no such thing as, you know, black people being inferior or white people being superior, Anglo-Saxon race being, 
And yet and still, there are so many people who are still running around with that narrative in their mind. Why is this book being gatekeeped and only given to a certain community when they get to a certain level of education versus it being brought down to maybe the high school level? Kind of dope, kind of dope. So again, you left, left a lot on the plate, left a lot on the plate. I'm gonna eat the scraps, it's, it's pretty good. It, Pretty good. The chicken was good. The rice is good. I love rice. The rice is good. I'm going to keep eating, right? So you talked about movies, right? And you talked about the two, you, you mentioned like two movies that kind of like mold and shape the way you kind of like process things, right? Um, I'm going to talk about in one movie that came to mind for me um, was Pay It Forward, right? Mm-hmm. We talk about the collectives and things like that. Like, how do we how do we actually change the the narrative? How do we change the the way our story plays out with our children, with our with each other? You know, it's it starts. I want to say it starts with the adults, but you know, the children can actually lead the charge if we only listen. Sometimes uh, mm-hmm. we don't know when to kind of like bow our head and listen to them, and then you know, because we think we're adults and we think we got the mouth of babes is the truth. It, yeah, yeah, we made so many mistakes. So why not listen to someone that had hadn't made any yet? <laughs> I don't know. That was just that was just my thing. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, pay pay it for was one of my um one of one of one of those movies that actually gave this gave the suggestion that we can actually do better if only we consciously paid it forward. <laughs> Simple, right? The second thing, right? The second thing that I want to touch on, right? You talked about the education and the superiority and inferior. So I sent out a video, right? I sent out a video of, and I'm, I, you know, unfortunately I did not write her name down and I should because everybody should really like check this, this video out. Matter of fact, I'm going to put it on my Facebook page and, 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 and Instagram, I'm wondering, you know, whatever, so people can actually go in and listen because some of the things that she was saying was really in I actually sent it out to a few friends and the comments are crazy. I mean, not crazy in a bad way, but it, it, it triggered, it touched things. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, mentally to what lady of Sinian, um, was lady of sending rain. Should I say the whole thing? Just call you rain. Cut it out. Okay. So rain, right. So what rain was saying, right. It's still saying, bring him on the camera. You got to go to WNHH, um, Facebook page. You, you'll see the whole show. So, um, and even if you don't catch it now, I'll repost anyway. But um, so she dug in, she dug in and she was, she's a member of the CIA and she had a platform where she was able to really like engage. Like, and a lot of us don't have that platform to actually defend our children, right? And defend the stuff that's being put in their, in their head, those stereotypes of, them being inferior or someone else being uh superior to the, over them right um so a lot of the 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 um stereotypes are being passed down and the mental the mental um imprisonment is happening um almost i want to say unconsciously but it's on purpose because the lies they tell right the lies they tell what she was speaking about, and I'll get to the bag, I'll get to what she was saying, and then we can kind of like touch on it for a little while. The show is almost over, and I apologize. We 
came in a little late. <laughs> but um, what she was saying was, just to give you a backdrop, usually the husband actually, uh, you know, helps the children with the homework and things like that, right? And she usually do the cooking. And not, no gender thing, it's just the way their house is set up. <laughs> Mind your business, let them do their thing, right? <laughs> People always want to judge. So, but this time she was feeling a little under the weather, so they switched roles. He was cooking and she was helping. And she they ran across, I mean, whatever the class was, it was telling them that, Africans prior to coming to America had no history, had no story, right? And it was written this way and they had to actually write on it and, and give a paper or do the homework assignment and actually either agree with what was being said or get a felon grade because they challenged the status quo, right? And unfortunately, when you go to school and these things are being taught to you, you begin to subconsciously believe that you're less than, right? And the other that goes to school, right, believe that they are actually greater than, right? And you grow up with these things. So your CEO, your, your CEO, your manager, your the owner of the company, everyone is supposed to be there because they're superior by nature. And you're inferior. And she spoke out against, she spoke out against this. Lady Obsidian Rain had an opportunity. Rain had an opportunity to actually watch the video. I watched the video. Um, how did you feel? Well, I was angry, but I, I know exactly that that space, that sentiment. I'm like, this, it's it's so damaging. It's so damaging. And then when you try to bring it up, they're like, oh, but what about black on black crime? Or what about the Africans who sold the, the slaves? Like all the deflection and none of the acknowledgement to what we are talking about right here, right now. Word. My daughter absolutely hates the month of February because she's mixed. So for her, she's like, well, do I have to hate the other side of my family? Like, no, because that's not what that's not the point. And no, we were not just slaves. They didn't steal slaves. They didn't steal a whole bunch of people who didn't know how to do anything. They stole prince, princesses, artisans, doctors, you know, engineers. So when you start looking at the actual history of people, there's a sense of pride. And when you erase that history, there's a sense of people who have no idea where they stand or how far they can go. And it, it literally, it does keep them like mentally trapped. It makes them doubt themselves. Uh, for when, when I first got to, you know, my, my high school, um, I had transferred from another school. All I know is that there was a summer reading program. I was told to pick a book off the shelf. I grabbed one that was of interest in me. I read it. I did this synopsis and everything, handed it in. And they were just like, uh this is a junior level book who 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 did this for you and I'm like what do you mean because I'm a melanated girl you don't think that I have the cognitive awareness to understand what the message of this book was and so when you are consistently met with something like that 
you tend to not want to put yourself out there anymore. If all you're ever going to do is feel invalidated, you tend to start invalidating yourself to preempt the strike. Mm. You know, and I think that's what they've done as a society. If you can, you stripped us of our history, you know, then you tell us that we're nothing but thugs and drug dealers. And the only way for us to do anything is through sports or through music. Entertainment. They're going. Entertainment. And then not only with the entertainment, you actually feed the, the next generation bull crap it's not even like you educating them in the in the in the um yo lady obsidian rain thank you for coming we're gonna we're gonna cut but guess what we're gonna try to do can we do this next week can we finish is are you are you available like because you're not available next week i will um let me know check my calendar and i'll get back to you all right so whatever we got to come back and finish this conversation is a very profound conversation who's raising our children um, is very important. It's, it's, it's one of those conversations that we need to start digging into. Um, again, I thank everyone for coming in. Everyone on my live, um, please check me out on WNHH. Um, you can follow them, whatever, but always look for Fly Talk every Monday at 2 o'clock, maybe 2.05, not 2 o'clock. Um, and and, and um, Yo, I appreciate you. This is Fly Guy, Fly Tie for the Fly Talk. Let's go. See you next week. Thank you, Rain. Everything around me.